Welcome to the X Factor Podcast. I am John Rennie, your host, and I have got my illustrious co-host here. Wait, he might be asleep. Over here to my right is Coach Brew. Coach Brew, how are you? Oh, You're asleep. Did you say something? I did. How are you today? Are we recording? Is this, we are is recording. This thing on? <laughs> we are recording. Welcome. Welcome everyone Hello. and down below we've got our uh cfe our <laughs> is it cfe, CFE? you know you what got promoted parker something... you're the cfe now he's the dfe the director of freaking everything parker how are you today good i'm good this is why i don't do the introduction because i don't do it as well as coach brew so today we are talking about some pretty exciting stuff we're talking about sci-fi characters but before we get into it i want to talk about our sponsor we are sponsored by bottomguncoffee.com bottomgun coffee is a company founded by u.s submarine veterans and they make i think the best coffee in the world and uh you can get something from all the way from ahab's revenge extremely strong coffee to all the way to the morning blend they have all sorts of different uh blends uh and uh they are fantastic we're also brought to you by Chin Up, Chest Out, and that is a Coach Brew's apparel brand. And you can see if you're watching on YouTube, they are rocking the gear today. Oh, I, <laughs> I think Coach Brew just broke his microphone. So and that's for knocked my knocked my water bottle over. So <laughs> you keep talking. I'm going to get a paper towel. Yeah. So we had a little spillage, but uh, that's normally the case. But no, bottom bottom of the copy is our is our sponsor and they are they make the best coffee in the world and uh they're great uh great folks over there u.s submarine veterans and we love them and this is episode parker what episode is this since we're on uh this will be random things 28 depending on the order in which we release them but this is the 28th episode, episode 28 so we've been doing this for 28 weeks now so uh if you haven't liked or shared or become uh, or subscribe this is your time to do it so we encourage you to um subscribe to this podcast you can do it either on like one listener a week we've gotten say again it's like one listener a week we've gotten we have grown we have grown but you know what if we're still growing it, it might be slow but we're at least we're growing and i think baby it's better steps, than going yeah. backwards yeah baby, baby steps, steps absolutely so you can subscribe on our uh, youtube channel uh, or you can you do can on the audio channel on or our only fans right you know we actually have an only fans page uh and i don't know how why do we why have that, that by the way why? say again why do we have an only fans john well because um we're trying to make money we're trying to monetize this and so we've taken apparently pictures of my feet while we're i'm deadlifting and squatting and we've posted it on an only fans account that you can only get uh if you subscribe and pay to get on board so we encourage you to go to no, we don't encourage people to go to OnlyFans, do we? Uh, daddy's got to eat. Come on now. <laughs> but uh, Daddy's this, got bills to pay. This week is special. We're also brought to you by my new book, All in the Same Boat, book.com, All in the Same Boat. It's uh, Lead Your Organization Like a Nuclear Submariner. It's a book I wrote, and it's coming out. It's in- a much better subtitle. 
than the one you originally suggested. What did I, I word? I wordsmith the hell out of that subtitle for you. And I don't think you've given me proper attribution, by the way. Well, Coach Brew has always got his hands in uh, things that I do. So yeah, uh, he said all he's like, how's this sound for a title brew? All in the same boat. Lead your organization like naval seamen. It's not what I'm I like, said. No, I never no, said no, that. No, like a <laughs> nuclear submariner. And by the way, fun fact: if you look in this book and you love this book, in the back you see a picture of me in the book. That was actually taken by Parker in my factory. So Parker, shout out to you for being such an amazing photographer. And uh, you know who you look like in that picture? Just you know what I look like? What dance looks like the guy from? pawn stars that tv show about the pawn shop where is it in vegas yeah where he's standing behind the glass case with his arms crossed in yeah. his t-shirt yeah that's, and he's like, that's who you remind me of there that's all i can do is 350 uh that's it that's all i can do i, I got a buddy who knows all about civil war stuff i'll get him come in and we'll take a look at it all right dude i had a dream the other night that i was a civil war soldier really did yeah. you get bayoneted I was or in what? the Civil War? And um, we're, I, I see, I was on the winning side. I wore a blue uniform. Sorry, Southerners. Oh, man. You guys keep reenacting it. So you win. I know. Anyway, um, so we we're like helping with the Underground Railroad. It was a wild dream. Wow. We we're sneaking around in the South and like these little encampments. And we had to pack our stuff up so we didn't leave a trail of evidence for the Confederates to find us. It was wild. Was Let me wild. ask you, did you eat something before that, before you went to bed that night that was different, like pizza? So, um, fun fact, if I have chocolate yeah, at night, I have nightmares. Ah. If I have something sweet, like that has a lot of sugar, I have the most wildly vivid dreams could be nightmares might not be might just be freaking crazy this is one of those nights i had ice cream cake for dessert after dinner my trainer and nutritionist shelby turcott is listening to this you didn't hear that i did not have ice cream cake because i didn't put it in my food journal sorry anyway um so i had ice cream cake and that probably is what sent me off down that crazy rabbit hole of wild dreams Pepperoni, pepperoni pizza for me will get the wildest dreams. So, oh wow, mine's mine's dark chocolate. Like, I really? really? Yeah, I don't really like dark chocolate that much. But I only eat. There's one candy that I eat that is like dark chocolate, and like every time I eat it, oh, like I get the weirdest dreams. It's the tryptophan in the chocolate is what does it. Uh-huh. Chocolate has a lot of the amino acid tryptophan. John, you probably eat chocolate just for the gains because it has aminos in it. I didn't know it. I'm going to have some tomorrow. See what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. At my, at my high school, actually, there, uh, a lot of people that would work out in our like workout facility in in my high school would literally, they have like a chocolate milk fridge Mm -hmm. and like all the football players would like drink chocolate milk, like after the workouts. Well, it was a big trend, like urban Meyer had his whole team drinking chocolate milk as a post-workout recovery drink. Yeah, and everyone and their brother started making their athletes drink chocolate milk. Mm. I'm more of a YooHoo fan. Ah, like chocolate water. It's good carbs for after a workout. I like it. Yeah, 
Well, that's so, anyway. Uh, what are we talking about in this episode, John? The we, rail, we've gone off a, the rails already. I know the crazy train has gone off the rails. Yeah. So, you know, this week is a special request by one of our fans, James Elliott. He wanted, to, I think it was his son, if I'm not mistaken, wanted us yep. to talk about science fiction characters, X factor science fiction characters. And so we've decided to tackle this. And even though I know, Coach Brew, you do not like science fiction. I'm just not, it's one of those things I'm just not into, you know? Yeah. Kind of like yeah. you with like cardio. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I'm Parker, not or like Parker with um, women hygiene. <laughs> the Amish aren't even, big on that. Don't y'all have wooden teeth? I even shaved and everything. I know. He's all, that's right. He's all clean shaven. He can't you know? use an electric razor, though. Fun fact, right? Because right, they have no electricity. Right. Straight, straight edge. Yep. Straight edge. Oh, you're straight edge. All right. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, anyway, we're doing science fiction, X Factor science fiction characters. And that's sort of a challenge where they threw down the gauntlet to see if we could pull this off. Yeah. Game on. Game on. I actually like science fiction. Same. So, yeah. I, I enjoy Star Trek, Star Wars. I enjoy. I don't know. Um, have you seen the show The Expanse? Wonderful, nope, wonderful never heard of it. science fiction show that is supposedly the most realistic portrayal of what life will be like in space, you know, 100 years from now. So excellent show, excellent uh, characters in that. So highly recommend The Expanse. So well, we're going to talk about uh, sci-fi characters. So Coach Brew, do you want to go first with your science fiction character? Sure. Uh, I'd like to guess yours first. All right. Go ahead and guess which one I chose. I don't, I don't know if how you pronounce the first name. Yeah. Uh, last name, Luke Picard. Is it Jean-Luc or Jean-Luc? Jean-Luc Picard. Is yes. That, is that I would say is? the best star, starship captain ever. Is that your X-Factor uh, sci-fi person? It is, not. it is not. I was close though, right? Yeah, you were close, but it wasn't. You're a Trekkie, worth- aren't you? I do. Um, I like that's my favorite Star Trek. Uh, mm. uh, what do you call it? Uh, genre. Yeah. Okay. Was the the, the genre as Parker calls it. Genry as Parker calls it. Yes, absolutely. But no, I didn't choose that. Uh, I chose something completely off. Out of uh, you'll be surprised by what I chose. I guarantee you, you. You'll be surprised by what I chose. I. Yeah. I hope I am. Okay. So what are you ready? I am ready. So sci-fi characters with the X factor coach brew go. Uh, Nancy Pelosi. (laughs) She um, has perhaps. How is she a science fiction character? Have you never, have you ever seen her speak after a few cocktails? (laughs) How is she not a sci-fi character? I, I, I mean, can't she's argue. Got I, such a toxic case of Trump derangement syndrome. It's it's funny, right? Um, true. Yeah. Um, now, in all seriousness, if so, I think like truth is stranger than fiction. Yes. And if Nancy Pelosi were a sci-fi character, she would be Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> I 
there's no way I was not going to do this. Um, Me so thinks you're like, being mean. <laughs> but seriously, like, the parallels are staggering. Okay. He's annoying. Right. He's clumsy. Yes. And he attempts, like, he makes these attempts at comic relief. Right. That fall flat. Yes. And he's pretty useless. Yes. Yet somehow um, helps the Jedi. No, it's not Jedi. It's jet, the plural of Jedi is Jedi. There's no S. Really? In case any of you are wondering. Jedi. Plural. Jedi. Hmm. Like deer, deer. Moose, moose. It's not deers. It's not mooses. Ice. Mice. It's not meese, mooses. It's moose. It's plural of Jedi is Jedi. Anyway, he helps them make their way to the uh, capital city of what is it, Naboo? Naboo, yes. Did I pronounce that correctly, Naboo. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um. Then, so this is like her, you know, on the ascent in her pro- political career, I guess. You know, uh, helps uh, manages to help them. Uh, to then help the queen negotiate that alliance between her people and who was it? The Gungans? Gungans? The Gungans, yes. Yeah. Uh, Somehow, like, this is like, and you can bleep this out, Parker, it's the up and move up theory of management. He gets promoted to general. Yes. She gets promoted to speaker of the house. Yes. Uh, He's given the rank of general to fight the droid army. She's given the rank of Speaker of the House to fight the Trump army. Um, and he manages to mess everything up. You see where I'm going with all this, folks? I do. I yeah. do. Um, and like in the process, doesn't he take out like a ton of droids and tanks? Yeah, accidentally. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, like he's kind of like a bumbling oaf, right? Fast forward a decade. He's the acting senator of Naboo. Yes. So like, like like the whole there could be a nuclear war and cockroaches and Nancy Pelosi will survive. She just has like new life in different roles in politics in spite of not accomplishing anything. This is Jar Jar Binks in a nutshell, right? Yes. So he's like representing the planet's affairs as center of N- Senator of Naboo uh, in the Galactic Senate, right? Yes, yes. While Senator Amadala was completely absent. Yes. So pick whatever absent, you know, like useless suit of a politician there is. Insert your favorite, hashtag least favorite. And that's kind of like what's going on today. So fact is... You know, truth is was truth is stranger than science fiction. Uh, he was manipulated by Supreme Chancellor Shiv Palpatine to propose the Chancellor be granted emergency executive powers to raise a grand army of the Republic. Yes. So remember the whole conspiracy that, like, with the election, somehow, um, she, you know, Nancy Pelosi, as Speaker of the House, would become president. Like, there's this whole conspiracy with that. Like, the parallels are staggering. So, um, (laughs) 
here's the the icing on the cake. And this isn't all chronological. It's just sort of here and there. Jar Jar Binks was uh, ostracized by his people due to his role in bringing about the end of the Republic. I mean, the parallels there with yeah. Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. And he spent his, and this is like, we can only hope. He spent his later days working as a street performer in the city of Naboo. Oh. She could be a clown. Could be. <laughs> yes. Uh, she won't be a street performer. She'll be a lobbyist like over in the Ukraine and make millions, right. millions more. But just like, you know, like it's, he was kind of a joke and like he was supposed to be comic relief in a good way, but Jar Jar Binks was really just a joke. And it was a bad idea to even create that character and have him there. In my opinion, we yes. talked about this on a past episode where I called it uh, the Jar Jar Binks phenomenon, where leaders sort of have this halo effect of like they've done so many great things. They just assume <clears throat> that their next idea is going to be fabulous and no one uh, either feels comfortable enough or has the courage to tell them at their company. That's really not a good idea. We shouldn't do that. George Lucas just kept cranking out hits, so to speak. No one felt comfortable telling him in any of those production meetings, this Jar Jar Binks thing is a really bad idea. Mm. We should not do it. Just like Nancy Pelosi was a really bad idea. And we should not do and it. We should not have done it. Yeah. Yeah. So the only thing worse than probably being Jar Jar Binks would be uh, being Nancy Pelosi's husband, maybe. I don't know. Um, can you believe there's a Mr. Pelosi? Uh, that's a hard to believe. Not getting political here. This is a very apolitical show. Um, I'm just saying the parallels are staggering. John's ripping paper as we speak. Stack I'm ripping your speech. Like oh, there's Nancy ripping Trump's speech. I don't like your speech. But I have the best words. The best, best words. words. The best. I'm ripping your speech. Yeah, that's yes, uh, great guy. Great guy, that John Rennie. He's great. Love him. Excellent. Really great. Know him well. Good, good, good people. Good. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so, Nancy yeah. is Jar Jar Binks, and I can't get that out of my head now. Now that you've said that, the parallels are staggering. A less attractive Jar Jar Binks, <laughs> if that's possible. She probably out drink him. She could out drink him. Be I bet. I bet. Yeah. So what is that? What makes that X factor? It was just. I think it was just a roast, to be honest with you. Yeah. Okay, we'll take it. I like Bye -bye, it. X factor um, roast. But, it, you know, that is the lesson for leaders is don't fall into that Jar Jar Binks phenomenon where you, um, while you're successful, you're unapproachable and you don't, people don't feel comfortable telling you your idea is a bad one. Yeah. And I think Jar Jar Binks is an X factor bad idea when it comes to sci-fi characters. I agree. So that's the tie in Jar Jar Binks, X factor bad idea. 
I, I couldn't agree. And I'm a sci-fi guy and I agree with you hundred percent. And so like, look at Pelosi X factor, bad idea. Yeah. Her, like you're the speaker of the house, but your own city where you're con- the constituents you represent is a disaster. Homeless encampments everywhere. People pooping on the side of the road. You could put up a homeless, a homeless person could put up a tent on the sidewalk in front of your house, John, if you lived in San Francisco. And there's nothing and you can do about it. Nothing you can do about it. Yeah. So yeah, like she thinks she's going to fix the country. Sweep your own front porch first. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Anyway, I and you could insert, honestly, just about any politician from either side of the aisle into that whole story I just shared with you. Yeah. You'd be right. And that's yeah. what I mean by this is apolitical. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, look at Pelosi as an example. Um, you could say Mitt Romney is jar dripping. Yeah. Oh, gosh. You know, take your pick. You could say President George W. Bush was Jar Jar Binks. President Kamala Harris. Wait, what happened? I I haven't watched the news today. What happened? Did she he, isn't president. I thought she was president. Did he die? Who's Dang. Joe Biden? Never heard of him. Never heard of him. So, but no, honestly, like politicians are useless. Jar yeah. Jar Binks, useless. He's a punchline, a bad punchline, and he was a bad idea. 100%. But he's got like celebrity status in the Star Wars community. And somehow we anoint these politicians to have celebrity status, both Mm -hmm. sides of the aisle. Yeah. Like they're famous for doing nothing other than typically damage, right? Right. They're, They're like... Uglier, less successful Kardashians with a smaller social media profile. That's it. hundred percent. So now all that being said, I'm not a big science fiction guy, but I love the original three star Wars movies Yes. before they started messing with these prequels and things, adding characters. And I'm a traditionalist typically in every sense of the word with stuff like that involving pop culture. So that's my X factor science fiction character contribution to humanity today. I like it. Cause it actually ties in a little bit to mine. Jean-Luc Picard, Jean-Luc Picard. I did not choose Jean-Claude Jean-Luc. Van Damme. I did not clu- uh, choose Jean-Claude Van Damme. I chose another character, but I actually chose someone because I really believe that this person is the ultimate sci-fi character. And, and it's the ultimate Homer hero. Simpson? What's that? Homer Simpson? <laughs> oh, no, not, not Homer Simpson. No. The ultimate sci-fi character that I think is, and everyone would acknowledge is, and, um, and I'll tell you I thought, the reason why it's so important, because I think uh, this person changed the way sci-fi characters or the hero of sci-fi characters are actually portrayed and michael keaton is batman no no i don't i don't i'm not great he's the best batman he was the best batman honestly i can't keep up with the batmans i could care less about batman movies i know that's probably sacrilegious but uh you couldn't get me to watch a batman movie i can't keep track of who's batman now so i you know my last batman was adam west and he was the best other than that i don't know what you're talking about so 
But I, my character is a character called Ellen Ripley. Do you know who Ellen Ripley is? Believe it or not, I've never heard of Ripley. She's known as Ella, Ellen Louise Ripley, but she's often simply known as Ripley. And she is the hero in uh, the Alien movies. Alien, Alien. Oh, boy. Alien, oh, Aliens. Alien vs. Alien Predator, Alien, Aliens. Alien Resurrection. And uh, this is played by Sigourney Weaver. And it's just an absolute amazing sci-fi character. And, um, you know, uh, originally when they were making the movie Alien in 1979, they, were, they originally made the hero role out to be, it was going to be a male character. But uh, they've decided last minute to have Sigourney Weaver play the part. And if you've seen Alien, she plays an amazing uh, role. Shout out to the matriarchy. No, so this is really interesting. So, you know, you know, I remember when 2017 they were talking about Wonder Woman. I don't know if you remember this. 2017 Wonder Woman came yep. out, and everybody was talking about this is the first movie we've ever had a a, a strong female character. And I was like, what? Have anyone seen Aliens? Have anyone seen Alien? Have you seen Alien Resurrection? I mean, Sigourney Weaver played the OG sci-fi character in my opinion uh i think that role regardless it doesn't matter male or female she was a most amazing character she was this i mean she was a warrant officer on a on a on a uh, a ship and she you know and she was not even the captain of the ship she wasn't a leader she wasn't supposed to be the leader but all of a sudden because of people dying she ended up having to be the leader and having to fight this alien that's on this uh spaceship and it's one of the scariest movies. I think Aliens uh, that came out in uh, 1987, Aliens, the, the, the second movie, probably the scariest movie I've ever seen in my life. And she does an amazing job just leading the team to- Scarier be- than Scary Movie Part 3? Just slightly, just slightly. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's funny, all these people saying, oh, Wonder Woman, it's the first lead, oh, this most, uh, the first scene, uh, serious character for a female. I'm like, I'm sorry, did anyone see Ripley in Aliens? Did anyone see Sarah Connor in Terminator? Did anyone see uh, even- great. Oh, Sarah Connor? Sarah I mean, look Connor. Like Jack, she was in Terminator 2, you know, and, and uh, it's un- unbelievable, the character. And then, of course, you could even argue, you know, we're talking about Star Wars, you can even argue that Princess Leia was a, was a leading, you know, hero character in a sci-fi movie. So it's hard for me to, to, to say that Wonder Woman was the first. So give me, give me a break. Sigourney Weaver knocked it out of the park. She won an Academy Award for Best Actress in, the, in Aliens, of the 1987 movie of it. And the thing is, like, you know, if you want to be a sci-fi hero, you need to have bravery, wit, cunning, you have to have a bit of humanity and you had to have leadership. And most of the characters don't have all those, but, but Ripley had all of them. And the thing is, her character was really interesting. So most, most heroes in a sci-fi movie, they get stronger as the movie goes on, right? They, they, you know, they get, you know, but she got weaker as the movie went on. She, her vulnerabilities were exposed and she was doing whatever she could to be able to beat that alien character. She got weaker and, and I think that's because she 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 brought a she brought a special sense to that character that we'd never seen before in a sci-fi hero character. And so everybody's you know nowadays everything's woke and we you know it's it's a patriarchy and women don't get the right roles and blah blah blah. You know what? I want to go for a meritocracy, and I think she was an amazing in those movies 
And I think she was an amazing lead character. She had a vulnerability that we've never seen in a lead sci-fi character before. And um, man, I think those are some of the best movies. And I think she's one of the top characters. And I'm so glad to know, I mean, I, I in 2008, they said that uh, Ripley was uh, one of the best characters in film in, in all of history. The, uh, the American Film Institute rank, ranked her as eighth as the best hero in an American film uh, out of their 100, 100 greatest heroes and villains. So she's won an Academy Award for it. She's rated like one of the best heroes in a sci-fi movie. And uh, it doesn't matter if she's male or female. I think, I think Ripley is, for me, uh, an X-Factor character. Just, I love, I loved her performance in that. And uh, it just, you know, and it, it didn't matter if she's male or female. I think she's just an amazing character in that movie. And if you've seen, you haven't seen the alien, Alien and Aliens, you got to go see those two movies and that'll just, Aliens will blow your socks off, I guarantee it. So, or so Aliens versus good. Predators. Yeah, I Aliens versus Predators, yes. <laughs> I think a science fiction character, I don't think of like an actual human playing a role like you said, Sarah Connor. Yes, yeah. Linda I mean, Hamilton. Yeah, wow. give me a break. How oh, great was wow. that? How great was that role? She right? is not aged well, though. Oh my goodness! And she got she got really she got tough. That's for sure. She stopped yeah. getting work done. I think. <laughs> I haven't seen her lately. Now she looks like a saddlebag with eyes. Ah, uh, uh, but um, but I yeah, think so I would say to... if if we could say like that humans in sci-fi movies are science fiction characters. Yes, which I didn't know we were allowed that that was part of the parameters here. I, I don't know what the rules are. I'd say Sarah Connor. Uh, Sarah Connor, absolutely. Like, yeah. What a badass. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's Terminator Two where she gets all jacked and she's running around and uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So, yep. but but I think you know it's funny because they say you know I mean in the woke culture we say well we can't you know so, well you know the, the the patriarchy doesn't support lead strong female characters. Are you kidding me? Look at how much success Alien and Aliens had. Right, we do support so, yeah, it. Yeah, look at the traction well that got over and over and over again. Yeah, right? so give me a great character. I don't care if it's male or female. Give me a great character, and I think Ripley is one of my favorite sci-fi characters ever. And um, yeah, I like Captain John Luke Picard, but he's you know he's British and he's you know reserved and all this. I want someone who says "Die, you bitch!" at the end of a movie. Right, that's the kind of character I want. And and Ripley is that character. So. Um, so shout out to uh, Sigourney Weaver and her portrayal of Ellen Louise Ripley. That's an X Factor sci-fi character if I've ever seen one. So that's my character. So that's my, I, you know, give me, give me I've that character. I've never seen this fired up and heated about a topic. I know, right? Wow. I mean, it's Sunday your night. wheelhouse. It's weird. Sunday night. Wheelhouse. It's dark out. You know, you're getting me fired up. I've yeah. had like three bourbons. I mean, I, I'm ready to go. Even, even if we you still need a like, bourbon sponsor, by the way. Yeah, we do. Absolutely. But even if you look at like, uh, I don't know if you guys have watched like the Resident Evil series, like Resident Evil, the main protagonist is female and uh -huh. nobody recognized her. You look at like, I think there are you like, suggesting women are evil, Parker. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, it's about Can like we get Parker canceled on this podcast. We could, yeah. No, she, uh, she's like, just does Jebediah I know you espouse this belief? <laughs> Women no, should be like the, the main protagonist in that series of movies is 
a woman and she's like a total bad she's so cool yeah but but people saying that wonder Woman was the first time we've ever seen a female in a in a in a lead role i'm like wait what i didn't i, I didn't see quick wonder side woman side note yeah quick side note just an observation i made a minute ago what's um, that so like at the beginning of the episode i spilled water all over my table we saw that almost yeah. on my computer and microphone stand and everything so i just mopped it all up and i stepped in the puddle of water on my floor on the floor on my carpet so my socks are like sopping wet oh no yeah so a couple of minutes ago i took my socks off i could smell my feet just sitting here i can smell my feet and it's gross you ever have that happen you're like oh what is that smell that's nasty and you're trying to you're all alone you're all right. alone in a room you're right like, that is nasty and you're like you can't blame it on the dog because the dog's not in the room right normally it's like the dog farted right and anyway so i'm sitting in here alone talking to you guys trying to like juggle sci-fi character and and I'm like, oh, that's my feet. Like, what changed in the last hour? Oh, I took my socks off. Coach Rue, I want to tell you something really good, though. Yeah. You don't have COVID. No, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> if you can smell, smell like your feet, you don't have COVID. That's a good thing. So, yep. That's what I remind my, my friends and family. I wonder if I could sell my dirty, stinky used socks to somebody. Who likes dirty, stinky used socks? I bet there's a fetish for that. There's got to be some sort of X Factor side hustle for that. Yeah, absolutely. Let's shout out to our last episode. Yeah. See how we just weave all this in uh, seemingly seamlessly on the fly. Yep. If you haven't watched X Factor side hustles, it's one of, oh, I would say our more disturbing episodes. Uh, yeah. 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 So you go ahead and go back and watch that. And yeah, you've been forewarned. And as the saying goes, to be forewarned is to have four arms. Yeah. Isn't that the, the quote, Parker? To be forewarned is to have four arms? Or to have four arms. Oh, yeah, your forearm is to have four arms. Something, something along the lines of that, I think. Yep. Anyway. Well, that's it for my character yeah. for uh, sci-fi character, but uh, I, I yeah. totally you. That was a curveball, man. I thought you're gonna go Jean-Luc Picard. Nah, nah. I like I like Ripley. She's one of my favorite characters yeah. in sci-fi. So, well, very good. Excellent. Well, that's it for uh, our our episode for today. Any uh, final words there, Coach Brew? Uh, final words of wisdom, Parker. When do you think this episode will drop? this oh gosh well this let's be honest okay we're wearing our we're wearing our hat of integrity right now parker that you're wearing the hat of integrity be honest when do you think this particular episode will drop because that will dictate what i plug next so this episode should drop not this week not the following week because you wanted me to do the last episode before so it will be episode number 28. So it will be. Two Give me a date. Now. Give me a date, Parker. Date? I'm a stickler for details, young man. All right. Let me. The okay. week of the 26th, so Wednesday the 26th. Is that what you're telling me? 
No, the 19th, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, because... Perfect. Six, seven, twenty. Yeah. So, folks, uh, if you head on over to, listening to this, chinupchestout.com, which is my clothing brand, uh, headed into the Memorial Day weekend... Also known as Coach Brew. He is a successful author, entrepreneur, and the founder of Chin Up Chest Out Apparel. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to help promote the new Chin Up Chest Out Stars and Stripes hat, as well as the other classic Chin Up Chest Out hats. As always, if you or any member of your team are caught or killed, the secretary will disavow your actions. This message will self-destruct in five seconds. Now this will be fun. We are releasing a brand new Stars and Stripes hat. And 100% of the proceeds are going to go to a veterans charity that weekend. That hat will be released exclusively on that weekend, uh, perhaps never to be seen again. And we are going to partner with a veterans charity and donate the sales of that hat. So that's why I had to find out the date from you, Parker. And now we really need you to actually release this on that Wednesday. On the night. You've been bending the rules. I think we've given you a little too much freedom and latitude, right? Yep. So uh, the nineteenth, we're, we're going to ground you. We're going to take away the car keys if this keeps up. So I'm noticing a pattern, right? 
Yeah, I got it. Every Wednesday. We'll make daddy take the car keys. John, I like this whole, uh, you know, Parker has to wear the hat of integrity concept. I like that. It's a first. Yeah, I like it. The hat of integrity. So it's actually a bottom gun coffee hat, but I know, which we'll is perfect. Yeah. yeah. Like to be the hat of integrity. The DFE stays. I say we train the lad. I say we train the lad. It's perfect. I think he's doing uh, every every week. It gets a little. He gets a little further from the door. I think it's good. Yeah, we're moving the newspapers, so to speak. We are moving the newspapers. Um, again, I want to remind everybody: if you have an X Factor topic you want us to cover, X Factor states, X Factor countries, X Factor science fiction characters, throw down the gauntlet, challenge us to challenge come us. up with one yeah. in the most random, obscure, crazy topic you can possibly think of and we'll take a stab at it to quote oj simpson i'll take a stab at it i knew that right. i think that's the the end of the episode probably the, the end free of shout outs juice go juice <laughs> fresh squeeze juice this has been the x factor podcast if you like so watch any of our other episodes, comment, like, subscribe, jingle our little bells here so you get the notifications uh, when new content is released. You could leave us a voicemail too at thexfactorpodcast.com. And uh, for pictures of John Rennie's feet while lifting weights, you can go to our OnlyFans page, onlyfans.com slash thexfactorpodcast. And you think I'm kidding? Go look it up. It exists. It does exist. And buy his book. Buy my book. Or pictures of his feet take your pick whichever floats your boat see what i did there whichever floats your boat whatever all on your same floating boat yep guys are you tired of feeling sluggish and out of shape falling behind the competition are you losing critical performance when and where it matters most well i felt the same way before i started listening to the x-factor podcast now i have more energy more stamina and more success in the bedroom 